Welcome to EASO Podcasts. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Dr. Muhammad Imam Subih. I am a medical oncology uh, consultant at National Cancer Institute of Egypt and also at the uh, Armed Forces of uh, uh, Medicine. Uh, today, I'm going to talk uh, about the role of immunotherapy in head and neck cancer patients in different situations and different stages with my colleague, Professor Rasha Abdul Mutagalli. And uh, let's start with the first questions in this topic. Immunotherapy is the standard of care for advanced stages and recurrent squamous cell carcinoma of head and neck cancer. Is there is any room for immunotherapy early stages, Professor Russia? I'm Dr. Russia Abul Hassan. I'm a senior oncology consultant in National Institute of, Head of Research and Treatment. Uh, my answer is that uh, during the last uh, decade, uh, there was no change in standard of care for uh, locally advanced head and neck cancer. Uh, in 2021, there was a meta-analysis included uh, more than 100 clinical trials with more than 18,000 patients of non-metastatic head and neck cancer uh, who were diagnosed between 1960 and uh, 2016. The median follow-up in this meta-analysis was more than six years. They explored whether concomitant chemoreduced therapy will improve survival or not. The meta-analysis confirmed that the benefit of, uh, and superiority is for concomitant chemoradiation therapy uh, over induction and adjuvant chemotherapy in head and neck cancer in early stages, with hazard ratio 0.8 for concomitant therapy. And this, the main benefit was for patients with performance status 1 and the patient with less than 60 years, which means that concomitant chemoradiation therapy is the standard of care uh, for this group of patients. Accordingly, when the investigator, when investigator tried to, to, to do investigation and clinical trials for immunotherapy in locally advanced head and neck cancer, uh, uh, K note uh, uh, included uh, more than 800 patients with locally advanced head and neck cancer and investigated the concomitant pentacruzumab with radiation therapy uh, compared with the standard of care concomitant chemoradiation therapy. The result of K-Note 412 concluded that there is no difference between the two arms uh, of intention to treat as regard, uh, 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 as regard with, with hazard ratio 0.9 for overall survival and hazard ratio 0.8 for event-free survival. But sub-analysis for K-Note 412 confirmed that the patient with PDL1 status more than 20% will benefit from pembrolizumab with radiation therapy and concomitant as a first-line treatment with hazard ratio 0.6 for overall survival and hazard ratio 0.7 for event-free survival. Also, in ESMO 2020, there was uh, another study uh, included uh, oropharyngeal patients locally, uh, with local advanced oropharynx uh, with P16 positive uh, using nivolumab as an induction treatment uh, followed by concomitant chemoradiation therapy compared with the standard of care, which is still chemoradiation therapy. In this study also, was, there was no superiority in experimental arm over standard of care. According to this, uh, uh, according to this, we cannot say that there is still 
benefit for uh, concomitant uh, uh, immunotherapy with radiation therapy. So, Professor Russia, this means that immunotherapy didn't give new standard of care in early stage head and neck cancer. Uh, yes, you are true. Uh, but for patients with PDL1, uh, more than 20%, uh, uh, there's still hope uh, using concomitant uh, map with radiation therapy, but still it is not standard of care. Great. We talked about locally advanced cancer patients, Dr. Rush. What about very early stages? Do you know any published data for immunotherapy in very early stages or the precancerous lesion to uh, decrease more advanced and protect those patients? Yes, thank you for your question, Dr. Iman. In ESMO uh, this year, there was a, a, a study about uh, using uh, immunotherapy in Evolumab uh, four cycles uh, for a patient with very early stages, uh, high-risk leukoplakia, and there was a significant uh, cancer-free survival uh, over 70% for two years for this patient, which gave hope for prevention of oral cancer. Let's begin talking about recurrent and more advanced stage for deceased. What is the standard of care now in international guidelines? How do you apply this in your practice? And the standard of care uh, for this stage, uh, uh, stage four uh, recurrent head and neck cancer is uh, the use of immunotherapy pembrolizumab. Uh, but we need to look about many factors before using immunotherapy or any other line of treatment for recurrent st and stage four disease of head and neck cancer. Uh, first, we need to look for patient factor like age, sex, performance status, and comorbidities and uh, that disease control with previous uh, lines of treatment. And for tumor factor, mainly the PD-L1 state and, and P16. I would like to add also the availability of treatment and the patient reference. Uh, according to this factor, we need to decide our aim of treatment uh, using, uh, using palliation only, disease control, or radical treatment. And we need to take in consideration uh, quality of life. Great. How do these factors, Professor Russia, affect your decision making? Uh, for uh, for agent six is a subgroup uh, group analysis uh, uh, of head and neck cancer clinical trial mainly K note K uh, uh, forty eight uh, show that a patient who, uh, with age more than sixty five did not have a benefit for pembrolizumab mono arm. Also for performance status, the patient with uh, less than one performance status did, were not included in many clinical trials. But uh, real-world data of head and neck cancer squamous cell carcinoma showed that patient with uh, earlier performance status is independently, uh, independently associated uh, with longer survival. A uh, patient with, uh, with uh, uh, PD-L1 status uh, uh, more than 20 had a better survival for many trials of clinical immunotherapy in head and neck cancer. Patients with comorbidities like, like autoimmune disease did not have a chance for immunotherapy. Patients with impairment hearing or problem or renal function did not have any benefit from for cisplatinum. I can, we cannot give them cisplatinum containing regimen. Patients with uh, HIV and hepatitis did not have, uh, were not included in any clinical trial. So, 
what about bd one infiltration of those patients with head and neck cancer? For PDL1 status, we can say that patient with PDL1 status more than 20. In these patients, the use of immune therapy, pimpusumab as a single agent, did not did not show significant progression free survival compared with control arm with hazard ratio 0.9 in K in K note 48. But the use of combination chemotherapy, pimpusumab. Uh, in this patient, progression-free survival for pimpolizumab arm was significantly higher with hazard ratio 0.7. Overall survival for this study was published in ESMO 2020, showing that benefit for patient with with monos with PDL1 status more than 20% monotherapy pimpolizumab has a significant uh, uh, significant survival of or survival uh, uh, with hazard ratio 0.6 and also with combination therapy. Uh, in contrast, patient with PDL1 from nine from one to 19 did have benefit for for combination therapy pimpolizumab with chemotherapy. Uh, and the, the survival was very significant, 0.7, uh, with hazard ratio. For patient with PDL1 less than one, uh, this patient uh, had a small number of participation in K-Note 48, uh, only 128 patients. Uh, so there was a limited and limited subgroup analysis. But in practice, we can use for this patient uh, either sutuximab with chemotherapy if it was not used before, or we can use pimpolizumab in, in combination with chemotherapy according to patient factors. So depending on uh, some uh, biological agent, what do you do for patients with B16 positive uh, head and neck cancer patients? Uh, from sub-analysis uh, of K-Note uh, 48 and extreme study, we can say that uh, both patients with positive and negative P16 had benefit for uh, cetuximab in extreme study and pimpolizumab in K-Note uh, 048. You mentioned to Dr. Rasha previously that in some recurrent cases, you target cure, not palliation. Can you explain that more? Uh, I can say that uh, some patients with recurrent head and neck cancer uh, uh, come with oligometastatic disease or come with only local recurrence. Uh, and uh, this patient, if they have performance status zero or one, we can uh, the, uh, we can give uh, give the treatment uh, in radical uh, aim uh, in radical target. I mean that this patient can benefit from radical treatment with chemo and radiation therapy. Uh, or uh, with systemic therapy if the radiation therapy were, was given before. In this patient, in, we can apply uh, K-Note B10, in the, which was published in ESMO 2022 this year. And uh, it was a single arm study using pimpolizumab in combination with paclitaxel and carboplatin with an endpoint uh, of objective, objective response rate. In this study, uh, the, uh, it, it was confirmed that adding paclitaxel uh, and with carboplatin and pimpolizumab improved the response rate for for all patients, even with uh, for patients with BDL1 status less than one. And uh, the immunotherapy, uh, if not available, uh, we can apply extreme study which had disease control rate uh, over uh, over thirty percent 
in extreme study using cetuximab and chemo in combination with chemotherapy. So what about the role of second line and subsequent lines in these patients? Is there any role for immunotherapy? Uh, actually, yes. Thank you for this question, Dr. Mohammed. Uh, to answer this question, I'd like to go back for patient factor, we, uh, which was applied before in our talk. Uh, and this patient, we need to know uh, the, the time of disease control with previous therapy. Uh, we can also apply checkmate uh, one for one. In this study, uh, there was more than uh, 300 patients with recurrent and progressed head and neck cancer within six months of the first line treatment. Uh, and the mean, which means that this patient had a very short time of disease control with cisplatinum. In experimental arms, the patient received uh, nivolumab as a monotherapy compared with invest uh, investigator choice of chemotherapy or other lines of treatment, resulted in uh, overall survival, uh, significant overall survival for nivolumab arm uh, of 36 months versus 16 months only for the standard of care, with hazard ratio 0.7. And exploratory analysis for this patient, patient with PDL1 status more than 10%, the hazard ratio was very significant. Uh, it was uh, 0.5. I believe that this factor is hard for a group of very resistant tumor crops and need immunotherapy as a second line. Can you use pembrolizumab in this setting if it was not used before, Dr. Rasha? Uh, yes, pembrolizumab was tested in this uh, in this group of patient in the same group of patient uh, for uh, by K note O twelve. It was a phase one B study, and uh, then uh, it it reached up to phase three study with K note forty, and resulted in significant survival for patient uh, with this resistant clone with prolongation of or overall survival of, uh, of uh, 8.4 versus uh, 6.9 uh, months of control with hazard ratio 0.8. So finally, what is the take home message about immunotherapy in head and neck cancer patients due to Russia for this patient? Uh, for early stage, I can say that immunotherapy is still not the standard of care. And PDL1 status uh, will uh, can change algorithm of treatment in future for this patient, and uh, uh, all patients should be treated uh, uh, and put uh, have a plan of treatment through uh, oncology committee. Uh, and uh, still, chemo radiation therapy is a standard of care and survival. Uh, for advanced stages and recurrent metastatic disease of head and neck cancer, uh, I can say that patient uh, of, uh, and the tumor factor are very important, mainly PDL1 status, and oncologists need to decide his target of treatment, aim of treatment, uh, radical or disease control, before uh, decide the line of treatment. And pembrolizumab uh, with or without chemotherapy is the standard of care. Uh, we still need to have uh, another biomarker for investigation through next generation sequencing. Thank you, Dr. Rasha, for this uh, kind interactions, and thank you for all the audience for this uh, presentation. Thank you. Thank, thank you for inviting me, Dr. Iman. Thank you for ISO. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and see you soon on the EASO website.
please remember to follow us on social media for information regarding our upcoming podcasts. Thank you. Thank you.